<laughs> the podcast is beginning here and now. About the other day. About the other day. So you had a, you told me that you had a story you wanted to share. Yeah, but it's not really start. a story. But it's also not really a story. It's more of a thought. No, I mean it was a thought. I thought, but no, it's not. Doctor Seuss rhyme. No, it's just something Easy. really. Doctor Seuss has been canceled. No, he hasn't. I'm just kidding. I'm Don't kidding. give us Doctor Seuss, Drew. Us you teachers heard about need. That? Us teachers need Doctor <laughs> Seuss. That's actually like in the news. There was, oh. but it wasn't like Doctor Seuss didn't get in trouble. It was like the the Doctor Seuss Corporation organization decided to remove certain books. Oh yeah, yeah. That depicted. I did see that. Yeah, it was it was really nice actually. Mm-hmm. Like nobody even asked them to do it. They just said, you know, times have changed, so we would like to also change. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Was one of them? There's a locket the in my pocket. I don't think so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's definitely some, there's some questionable content in a lot of Dr. Seuss books. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, what, what was the, well, I had a friend, what was the thing that was less than a story and less than a yeah, thought? And less not than really. a well, okay. I'll tell you what I saw and then I'll tell you my thought, which it's not really that like big of a thought. You're going to be like, well, duh. But anyways, I had a friend that had a baby yesterday and her baby was born one month early. Okay. She was induced. She had some, I think she had some medical issues, the first, her first baby. So they induced her early. Um, And the baby weighed one month early. The baby weighed eight pounds, nine ounces. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. My thought was just, wow, that would have been a big baby if he went full term. (laughs) (laughs) That is a big baby. It's a big baby to begin with. Eight pounds, nine ounces is is a pretty big baby. Yeah. So congrats. That's bigger than any of our babies and our babies were born late yeah um yeah great story thanks i thought that we could and we don't have to like it it doesn't have to be charged because it wasn't charged for us it was just a it was just a very funny and interesting conversation that we got to have after this but um we went to this thing the other day and were approached by someone who discovered that we were in ministry oh yeah yeah and uh and and this person came over and was just like oh i heard you guys are pastors and immediately, first thing wanted to talk about was that he had he had heard that you were the pastor, right? Man, yeah, so great. So yeah, so he he heard that which you are like you're as much the pastor as I'm the pastor. Sure. It's not yeah. yeah hardly I don't do the teaching. Right, right. But as many people have thought of you as Pastor Megan as have thought of me of Pastor Drew, right? Until I say, like, please don't call me Pastor Drew. Just let me be Drew. Right. Unless you really, really need to because of some sort of cultural thing. Like, I probably would, most people. Right. (laughs) I would call them Pastor in my position, even though I'm like, don't, you don't have to do that, though. Right. Um, So, he started with that. Mm Mm-hmm. And he had kind of a little bit of a thing locked and loaded Mm -hmm. where he wanted to talk about how like a woman shouldn't be a pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, well, you know, we kind of we both do it. Um, So then he decided that he wanted to talk to us about um, Mm COVID-19. And he went on to say, like, this year has been just fine for our church. Didn't affect us whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like. We stood on a promise of the scriptures and a, and a command of the scriptures that said, do not forsake the gathering. Mm-hmm. And we never stopped getting together. Mm-hmm. Not once. Even whenever the governor had suggested that we do. And um, and we just kind of like nodded and said, no. Congratulations. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. And then there was a third thing. What was the third thing? Do you remember? Pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, And then the third thing was that he had you know let us know that he had a you know an extremely successful business as an electrician over the years and had always volunteered as a pastor Mm -hmm. and so this is someone who knows nothing about us whatsoever Mm -hmm. just approaches us in a very friendly way so that he can talk to us about and for anybody who doesn't know that's listening to this podcast we have a like living stipend that we've had since we started risen church we we have um what amounts to about a part-time salary about 15 hours of work we get paid for about that Mm -hmm. 
uh, per week. So he came to us, and it was just a really strange. So he literally came over because he was like, hmm, heard that woman's a pastor. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. And no friction from us. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wondered, it just made me wonder, like, what would have happened? What was the goal <laughs> in this yeah. conversation if at any of these three points we were like, uh, yeah, well, she's I, the pastor. What you want to talk about that? Yeah. I also think it's public? interesting that the first two things, the the lady pastor part and the the uh, salary part, I wasn't with you. Right. It was just you. Right. You didn't actually. I didn't catch the third part. You're right. You caught the first. I, I caught the first two. Yeah, and then when I came around, yeah, I had no clue what. Right. Anything. I and didn't I even did know not he was. Tell, no yeah. one said, yeah, we're staff, like yeah. pastor people who make a living at this. He just like came in guns a blazing. Yeah. In I a just felt like I was baited for some, like I was oh. definitely being baited yeah, yeah. from him. Like, yeah. And on all three things, we do arrive at like, you know, I guess this is a podcast where we do talk about the Bible quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting thing, the ways that. You know, we arrive at the conclusions that we do about any of these things. But I was, I don't know, I was just kind of curious, like, what was... What was, was going did, through my mind? Yeah, did, what was your take on the... Because you did the same thing I did with the first two things. You were just like, Yeah, oh, I was, like, cool. super All nice right. about it. But at the same time, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, that's what this is. How would this have gone differently yeah. if our response was, oh, so you, like, decided to rail against the... Mm-hmm every health professional in the land mm-hmm. and the work of the schools and literally like whether we agree with it or not like the idea was let's do this for the betterment of society and you <gasps> was said, i persecuted forget- <laughs> you might have finally been persecuted. i was persecuted um for being a woman <laughs> i was just one first of all for being a woman which i don't think that's persecution that's that's, that's called sexism that's, that's something true. it's a totally different thing but it's because i was a christian you can, only, you can only be persecuted for dis- for beliefs that you choose Oh, yeah. um for yourself um yeah yeah it was interesting i'm glad we had the moment it was just it put us it put me back in real life again i feel like like oh yeah people are like people that people are like that <laughs> yeah because i feel like i get like we have these conversations all the time about you know christians and whatever and it's like i start to think like yeah but people aren't really that bad like or not even bad but just like that whatever blind yeah i mean that's what it seemed like to me because the guy was not even mean he was he was actually he i was playing music he was like carrying my offering to carry speakers and stuff he was being really nice. nice it was just a very like i i think it's almost a it almost struck me as like it's kind of a privileged position that you're in, yeah. isn't it, sir? That you can express opinions like this so bluntly and mm-hmm. so whatever and that you don't even know that there to... could be consequences. You don't even know that most people would disagree with you on these things mm-hmm. because they just don't bother telling. And that was kind of the conversation mm-hmm. we had afterwards. Like, did we did we do something wrong by not saying? Yeah. yeah. What. So you got a problem with a woman being a pastor? Let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how you arrived in in that deep and dark of a hole. Because how are you ever going to get any light if I don't shine yeah, some light in right. there and say, and you're in a hole, bud. Right. Um, and that's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't, personally, I don't believe we did, I did anything wrong. I mean, maybe if you think you did, that's, you I have that right I to. I did. I, it was just, I just, it made me but curious to me, about, there, you, it is very, very odd that you would make any kind of progress in that short of a conversation yeah i mean i i totally agree with that i think the thing that i was more curious about is because our nature and it and the nature of of a lot of people who kind of share our beliefs about these things and share our positions about these things our nature is kind of to just not be offensive Mm mm-hmm and mean and rude because in all honesty as we were saying as i'm saying he was perfectly nice about it all yeah. he was saying extremely offensive and rude yeah. things he was expressing right. things that were strong opinions not yeah. facts strong right. opinions that were offensive to three massive elements of my life yeah you're talking about my life right here not knowing us at and all so the thing that makes me a little 
curious is like, you know, if reasonable and nicer people like us don't sometimes say, hey, bud, just so we're clear, mm-hmm. you didn't hurt my feelings here. Um, but you could certainly hurt a lot of other people's feelings. And also, uh, I know you think everybody agrees with you on this. Most don't. Yeah. You're kind yeah. of alone on these things. Like if there is some something useful in that but I, I just yeah. I'm conflicted I wouldn't do it also, differently. if I had it over again I wouldn't do it differently. right right I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone either. looking for that I wouldn't, but yeah. it, it was just a good thought experiment yeah. for like well how do we actually expect these things to change if those um those types of people are never confronted whatsoever about mm-hmm. the hole that they're in yeah also this same day I just feel like this should be thrown in the conversation Mm-hmm. I saw with my That's going to end up in a sermon, by the way, pretty eyes. soon. What? What I'm about to say? Yeah. I just, I mean, again, it's like, holy cow, this is actually happening. Like, walking down the street with my kids and first pass through, there was this man on the street corner. You're not even talking about the example that I thought you were going to. Keep going. Oh. And I'm, your eyes are going to light up in a second whenever you realize when what I, I thought you were going to say. Something else? Another yeah, go thing? Ahead, okay. go ahead. This man on the street corner preaching at everyone that's just walking by. Like, <laughs> literally people are just walking by. And he's like, he wasn't angry. Like, he was just preaching. It really didn't make any sense at all. But Yeah, normally like, it doesn't. And I was listening, too. Like, I was actually listening to it. And it just didn't make any sense. I don't know what he was talking about, honestly. But then I came back through... And there was another man. This guy was still standing next to him, but this other man was standing like up on a box or something. And he was yelling now that we need to turn away for our sins are going to send us to hell and all of these things. And he was like angry yelling. And then there was another man like down on the street, like yelling back at him. Like, yeah, uh, I don't even remember what he was asking him, but he was like yelling back at him like whatever and they were and he was just like ignoring him and still yelling that we're all going to hell and unless we accept jesus as our savior and i was just like and the girl's eyes were so big i was like come on children (laughs) like it was i just again i couldn't believe yeah seeing it actually seeing it actually happened this weekend like this wasn't years ago yeah I, i don't know so why is it why is that hard to see? Well, all of, I mean, well, again, am I going to call myself a Christian like he calls himself a Christian? Yeah. It's hard to see because you don't want to be. And and honestly, I didn't tell the girls what he was talking about because I didn't want to have to have that conversation like Yeah. Cuz they, you know, of course nobody could really understand what any of them were saying, but it was just a a a square, an intersection of complete chaos. People yelling at each other. There was another man across the street yelling back at them too. Like, it was just chaos. Yeah, scorched earth. Yeah, it was chaos. weird. It was really weird. So those two things happened. Uh, that was the first thing. This thing that mm-hmm. we talked about first with the other guy coming up, the preacher yeah. coming up to us. Was that was the thing. second thing. And the third thing was we were at a hotel. Oh, at an indoor well, pool. Well, we don't really know what this was, but yeah. No, but I just think there was one little... This one was not as... This one really... This one was disgusting, though. This one yeah, made me sick. It was really upsetting, and it's going to be in a sermon soon. And I will have to say... All right, I'll, I'll own this, okay? I'm attributing religious... I'm, yeah, I'm attributing evangelicalism to this right. as well. Um, but we Megan have no idea. Megan is not prepared to do that, even though she secretly knows exactly why I'm attributing that. I know why. Yes, but <laughs> you would say, I mean, I would be really surprised we if we the asked facts. these people and they said, "No, we're not Christians. We have nothing to like." We would have. We both know, like, if we had said, "Are you guys Christians?" They would have been like, "Yeah, definitely." Why else do you think? Yeah, <laughs> but we were um, hanging out at the pool. Some kid, like maybe ten years old, um, maybe. whips eight. one of his whips yeah. one of his uh, brothers, uh, one of his many brothers. There's like five or six of them running around uh, with a towel. Yeah. And so his dad takes the wet towel out of his hand, puts him on the wall, and whips him with it like repeatedly. several times, repeatedly, 
hard. Uh, I, can't, I don't even know if I can talk about it. while he's saying, we don't have to talk about it, but while he's whipping him, he says, this is not okay. Yeah. Like his way of teaching his child that this was bad behavior was to repeat the behavior. Yeah. Was to say, and anyways, so I just thought. Yeah. Interesting, another little like. It was quite peer a day. Into the, uh, the theology also mm-hmm. of a. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> of an entire collection yeah. of uh, of people. Yeah. And that was, you know, that that's the thing that I, I said, we're going to talk about in a sermon Life is soon. easier when you just stay inside it by is. yourself. <laughs> it is. Um, we're going to get into pretty soon talking about how we all have an image of God that is uh, incompatible mm. <laughs> with the image of God portrayed in the scriptures that we we hold in our heads a dichotomy yeah. <laughs> of a God who says love your enemies while he clearly doesn't uh, do that or a God who says forgive 70 times 7 while he clearly has a limit on how many times he'll forgive mm. um, this is not okay <laughs> yeah wow yeah. whips I think wow. there's an interesting uh, conversation to be had there but yeah what a Sunday. Yeah. That was all on Sunday. All on Sunday. All after like 12 p.m. too. Yeah. It's all Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, well, you want to get into sure. this message here? Yep. It's fairly short. We've been talking about the Lord's Prayer. Um, the notes in front of you literally just pick up right at the um, start of it. As you're reading, if you want to maybe think through like what a title would be. I think I ended up with one. Mm-hmm. kind of a, a working title in my mind but I'd like to see if you land in a similar place okay after you have read it but here we are in the lord's prayer matthew okay. 6 uh pray like this our father in heaven may your name be kept holy we haven't said nearly enough on this p- prayer so far but we've said all we're going to say this time around <laughs> makes sense mm-hmm. i'm just saying like you could spend forever Go on yeah our father in heaven may your name be kept holy but we're just, we're going to do this in like four or five weeks. So yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got to move. On. I'm just saying like, we got to move on. Right. You want to talk about it more? Let's talk about it more. But for sermons and podcasts, we got to keep trudging along. Yeah. Um, now let's get into what I would consider to be the heartbeat of this prayer. Verse 10. May your kingdom come soon. I'm going to break this down into three parts for the next few minutes. I think this part of the prayer is a good place to stop and consider what it is that we're actually talking about and who it is we're actually talking to and if any of that really works together for us. Okay, so the three parts. May your kingdom come soon. I actually want to... This is a New Living Translation. Even the word soon is is sort of implied. It's not in the Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It makes sense that it goes there. I, I like the New Living Translation most of the time for the Bible because I think it, it adds those little extra things that kind of that add clarity, mm-hmm. um, even though it's not actually there. But despite that, despite the fact that that's how this is actually put together, we're going to talk about kingdom. Like, what is it? What are we praying for? Mm-hmm. If we pray, may your kingdom right. come. Um, what do we mean by come? Mm-hmm. What do we mean by this sort of verb? Mm-hmm. Um, and then soon. So those are the sort of three parts to address. Okay. Yep. And I'm addressing them as questions, and I'd love to just talk to them to you as if they're questions. Okay. Um, what is the kingdom? If we're going to pray, may your kingdom come soon, don't you think we should at least talk about what the kingdom is all about? Yes, I do think so. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts before? What do you think it means before looking the at the notes at all? What is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God would be um, like who Jesus is, like his, like who he is, like his essence, <laughs> I guess, okay. like. So the kingdom of God would be the essence of Jesus, the the, the yeah, character of the Jesus. The character of Jesus. Doing what? I mean, like when we say bring heaven to earth, like it would be like the goodness and the the loving essence of God. Hmm. 
Okay. That's about as much clarity as I would, as I feel like I had coming in. What? I'm wrong? I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'm just saying like, I'm saying you seem, you seem taken off guard. I'm saying you seem taken off guard by the question. Like as much as we talk about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, that to ask you like, what do you mean by that? Like that we would say, oh, it's like a, it's like you you literally did the Sunday school response of like, Jesus, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is the answer Jesus? <laughs> I didn't say Jesus. <laughs> the essence of Jesus. <laughs> I said the essence. Of Jesus. Oh. oh, please. Yeah, isn't that one of your oils? Me? The essence of I Jesus. Wish. Don't you? <laughs> I wish. That's frankincense. Yeah, I have frankincense. Frankincense, I have it on aka my face the essence, right now. the essence of Jesus. <laughs> you have the essence of I Jesus on your face. I have it on my face right now. Did I even made you touch my forehead earlier? Because I was like, you did. It was real creepy. Feel how great my forehead feels. <laughs> it's because I've got the essence of Jesus on it. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talk about the kingdom of God, just know that Megan thinks of an essential oil that she rubs on her face. <laughs> May your kingdom come soon. Mm -hmm. By that, I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. essential oils everywhere. Frank for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So I'm going to give two sub points to this. I'm going to try to answer, like, what is the kingdom of God? What do we mean by this? I think it is. I was wrong, though. No, you're not wrong. You just I'm just not sure there's a whole lot to be done with that because I was in the same exact boat I was like this will be great I'll talk about the kingdom of God and I sat down to actually put together some notes and I realized like well well what what do you say hmm. um, may your kingdom come soon yeah well what's the other version what's the other translation our father who art in heaven how would be your name may your kingdom come your kingdom come it just doesn't add the word oh Word may. Oh, yeah. You yeah, they pretty that. much all yeah. say that. Okay. All right. Um, God's kingdom is designed to bless the whole earth. Uh. So what is the kingdom? The kingdom is the, the, the blessing catalyst, in essence. It's like God wants to bless the whole earth, and Jesus uses this imagery of the kingdom of heaven as, like, this is how God's going to bless the whole earth. He's going to use this kingdom. And so it's really just a a metaphor, mm-hmm. an image that he's saying, how is it going to happen? What's it going to be like? Well, it's it's like a kingdom. It's like a new established rule and reign mm. over all things. Not so that's like buildings. Not like buildings. Okay. Um, there's so much to be said about the kingdom of God, but the bottom line for a Christian is that the kingdom is meant to remind us of our inclusion with the whole earth. The kingdom of which Jesus spoke was not a kingdom like any kingdom this world has ever known. It was not about who's out, and it was not about who's in. And uh, That's not what that says. It was not about who's out. It was about who's in, not yeah. a kingdom. The thing that Jesus is is addressing is, and and that's the thing you have to think about. Like, what does the word kingdom? You know, there's been a lot of discussion in in uh, academic and theological circles as to whether the word kingdom is even really a, a, a an appropriate translation mm-hmm. here, um, because kingdom has written into it sort of a capitalistic rulership. Because right. of the word um, king. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has this sort of monarchical. A kingdom is about establishing who's out. And Jesus is mm-hmm. establishing, well, the only thing that is out is sin. The only thing that is out is evil. The only thing that is out is the idea that anybody would be considered out. <laughs> like, oh, that's yeah, kind yeah. of what, um, yeah. So it seems that Jesus believed that his life and ministry and teaching were specifically designed to remind us all are welcomed, all are invited, all are included. And if you think about it, throughout the ministry of Jesus, he's mostly accused of that by religious people. Mostly they're upset with him. He's like, what are you doing with tax collectors and sinners and and prostitutes? 
what are you doing drinking with these people over here? Yeah. What are you doing going to their parties? Yeah. Like mostly their issue is you're acting like they're in too. Mm-hmm. Jesus even says at one point he forgives a man of his sins and says that he is in right standing before God in uh, Mark chapter 4, I want to say. This might mm-hmm. appear a couple of places, but where where the man is lowered down by oh, his friends yeah, in that in home the through, the, through the hole in the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus looks at him and says, your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. And people like blow their tops on that. Yeah. And we don't catch it because we're like, well, yeah, of course Jesus could do that. We're like, well, no, not of course Jesus could do that. The guy didn't even ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, even if you think Jesus is who he says he is, that guy didn't even ask for forgiveness. Yeah. He didn't even bring himself into the room. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. You know yeah. what I mean? What he if didn't he was even like lower himself. trying to get away from Exactly. Yeah. Like he's he's a No, he's you a need to be forgiven, believe us. He literally can't move at all on his own. And he's like this could have been his his four uncles who were trying to get him saved. Mm-hmm. And they put him down and Jesus turns to him and says, "Your sins are forgiven?" Mm. Jesus's kingdom is upsetting to people because of how inclusive it appears to be. He is going around saying the kingdom of God isn't about who's out. It's about yeah. who's in. I wonder if they were upset. Because he got up and walked too. But like I wonder if they were upset with the fact of like they wanted him just to get up and walk. They weren't asking for him to be included in the kingdom. Well, right? That's interesting. Yeah, I just assumed that most people, which this is a bad assumption, that's probably not true. I just assumed that everybody in the room, like, maybe didn't know the person that was on the mat. Yeah. Um, just the people that lowered him down, his friends that, mm-hmm. that lowered him down. maybe, And so maybe they didn't have much of an opinion mm-hmm. about what happened here. Um, but that's just probably not true. I mean, these towns are pretty small. Yeah. Like, they, they would have known him. Right. Um, Especially if he never went anywhere, if he was just on a mat somewhere. Yeah. They would have known who he was. That's a that's an interesting yeah. question, but that would have raised its own problems. Like, well, wait a second, would God go around blessing and healing someone who's not forgiven, mm. who's not in right standing before God? Yeah. Um, everything mm, about yeah, Jesus calls into question. I think even just the very doctrines and structures that even build up our own faith structures, our own you know penal substitutionary theory of like, yeah, you know we're all sinful and have no access to God whatsoever until we until we do some kind of action on our part mm-hmm. that makes it okay for God to come close to us while the gospel is literally about the opposite of that. Yeah. Like every event in the gospel is Jesus going near to people who haven't done that yet. Yep. Um Yeah. Hmm. So anyways, he seems to be declaring that all are welcome, all are invited, all are included in the blessings of God, not just the religious, intellectual, and societal elite. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of upsets it. And then I had one other thing to sort of say about the kingdom. Okay. Um, what is the kingdom of God? Oh, I lost my spot, though. The kingdom of which Jesus spoke was not a kingdom. I already read that. Second um, highlighted part. Oh, oh okay. God's kingdom partners with people to bless the earth. God's kingdom partners with people to bless the earth. Yeah. So the first point was God's kingdom is designed to bless Bless the the whole earth. earth. And And the second part is God partners with people to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And the other thing we'll spend a moment on here is that the work that the kingdom of God is doing on the earth is actually going to be done largely through Human agents. <gasps> human agents. Human you and me. agent, man. That's a word that I kind of stole from open theism and lots mm. of lots of theologians talk about us as... As agents? Free agents. Mm. Well, that's like, yeah, that's what free will indicates that we are agents of the actual change that's happening. In the, it, it's a word that's kind of necessary here because it's like, well, we're talking about a type of theology, a type of like way of thinking of God that says... Well, whatever God is going to do, he's not going to do it without us. Yeah. So we are agents of the change. We are the agents of change that God is is using to bring it about. Okay, that makes sense. Like the kingdom of God won't be established 
without human agents establishing it. Mm. It seems, and this is a little speculative, but... Okay. Um, God likes to work with people to get... uh, God likes to work with people to help people. So praying this kingdom into action is accepting a job description in the work that this kingdom is doing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's a pretty big statement yeah, for that last part. Like, too. so if we're going to pray it, you know, yeah. our father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. I think we need to sort of accept and embrace that what Jesus You're is saying here. a job description. Yeah. Hmm. What did you say there? That you're accepting a job description. Um, you have anything to say on any of this? No, it's good. I like it. Okay. Um, Number two. Number two, yeah. What does it mean for it to come? If we're going to pray, may your kingdom come soon, I believe we should have some idea of what it would look like if it actually did come. And this is an area of discussion where you will hear two seemingly conflicting views of what this means. It means something will eventually happen. Yeah, one side is it means something will eventually happen. The other side says... Or it means something is already happening. Yeah. Are these familiar to you? Already happening or already happened? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That the thing that is continued that continues to happen was inaugurated. Okay. In by Jesus. Mm -hmm. So yes, begun happening is the sort of alternative view. Yeah. I mean, I growing up, I guess I always believed that it would something that would eventually happen, but I'm probably leaning more towards something that is already happening now yeah or did or did happen happen. yeah 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 there's there's a lot to this i mean we're i'm only trying to address this as a prayer i'm only trying to get into like well what what does jesus actually want his disciples Mm -hmm. to walk away from this with every day like what can you do with this every day and i think every day you could choose really to em- to embrace this, you know, the kingdom of God is going to come mm-hmm. or the kingdom of God, praying Has the kingdom come. of God would come. Mm-hmm. You pretty much have two options. You could you can think that you're praying that God is going to do something someday. Mm-hmm. Or you can think that you're asking God or inviting God to bring you in the game. Yeah. And one of those just seems way more compelling well, to me. One of them seems more likely. Okay, so this is Jesus saying, pray this. Right. May your kingdom come. You're about to do that thing you did the last couple of weeks on this and get... Take it somewhere else? No. Oh. I don't mean that. To like just sort of get hyper meta about what, oh, okay. what's Never happening mind. here. I won't do it. No, I want you to, I want to hear what you're thinking. Well, I'm just trying to th- think like. What does it mean? What is, why is Jesus saying that? He's saying pray like pray this. Pray like this. I know. Yeah, Jesus is saying, well, <sighs> why don't you read what I wrote here and see if okay. it, see if okay. it gets into what you're asking. Cause I think it might. Okay. Cause I, I think that there's basically two ways of thinking of this. We're either talking about something that's going to happen or something that has already begun happening. Right. And I lean one way, and it's very clear here, and I even say, like, I'm pretty unapologetically on this side of the coin, but here's why. Mm -hmm. So if you want to look at them, like, so on the one side, something will eventually happen. If If you choose to think of it as, like, may your kingdom come is my way of praying, God would you finally do right what would i've been waiting on you to do right okay uh, many people believe this part of the prayer and many other references to this idea throughout the new testament are meant to tell us that there is some kind of cataclysmic or apocalyptic event that jesus is predicting and that we should hope for it to come as soon as possible because all it will bring about the end of the world as we know it and the rebirth of a better world. And that's what you said you sort of grew up thinking. Yeah, it's definitely. It's certainly what I grew up thinking. Yeah. It is, uh, it's almost all I can really remember my, now I don't know if this is necessarily how it was taught. It's just the thing that I kind of remember most. Right. It's mostly what I remember it being about. Definitely. I can remember having thoughts about like wanting to 
get married and drive a car and like mm-hmm. have kids and you know play music for lots of people and see the world as much as possible yeah and being concerned that I wasn't going to get to because the world was going to end before that right because that's what my church taught me yeah did you kind of think Definitely. the same thing yeah interesting that yeah. we both arrived at that it's another one of those things where it's like all the churches that we ever came from would deny mm-hmm. that they taught us that yet you and I from different churches mm-hmm. and really pretty different upbringings arrive at the same we're like mm, no that's what I got yeah <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. yeah and so many that other people too it's kind of interesting up. that's the whole point we were trying um, to make it to yeah right um <laughs> which makes us like uh like the villain in every science fiction movie right God's going to burn this mother to the ground and we oh. can't wait. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, That's why we drive big trucks with diesel engines and like, we don't care about the earth at all because God's going to ruin it. Like that's, it's all part of the, mm, part yeah. of the narrative. Right. You've never heard anybody say that. You never heard a preacher say that. No, I've never heard a preacher say that, but well, I take that back. <laughs> Maybe one. I've heard preachers say that. Well, I've never heard him say it in a sermon like that. No. All right. Anyways, um, here's what I'll say to that. I don't know if that's the part of the plan, but I'm quite certain it's not what Jesus meant by this part of the prayer. Why would he bother telling us to pray that? We have no control or information or influence in that if that if it is going to happen. And the rest of the prayer is so grounded in actual helpful theology and action that I just don't think it fits. That, yeah, that answers my question. Yeah. Um, if there is to be some other thing that will happen one day, there just isn't much clarity about what that is. And so I'm not, sh- and so I'm not sure we should try to build much of our thinking or planning around it. Okay, yeah. And we this don't is need the to go thing back that I, to that. This then. is the thing that I will say about, you know, our upbringing and history in the church and why so many in the church, like we talk about it like it's in the past. It's not in the past. It's just in our past. Mm -hmm. Um, So many in the church still continue to sort of, you know, make this a really big deal. I bet if you stopped that street corner preacher the other day Mm -hmm. and asked him about the rapture, he Mm -hmm. would say, yeah, any minute now. That's why I'm out here preaching. Like I, I I do believe this. Um, I, I think I would just say when that becomes the thing that we're all about, Mm -hmm then we have made the thing that we're all about, first of all, something that is contrary to what Jesus told us to make the whole thing about. So we're no longer Christians. We're now apocalyptic Jews, Mm -hmm. which is perfectly fine. You can be that if you want, but you're not a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's just another point in this podcast and in the life of Risen Church where I think we should pause and say for a minute, it's totally okay for you to believe that stuff. Yeah. But objectively, you can't call that Christian thinking. Because Christ does not think that way and does not teach that way. Mm-hmm. Christ even says, I don't even know the plans for this. Right? Yeah. He says, no man knows the day nor the hour, not even the son of man, that's how he refers to himself, knows the day or the hour uh, that these things may take place. Right. Jesus admits, I don't even know what really the plan is there. Um, so it's not really a very helpful thing for you to make much of your focus. Mm-hmm. Instead, why don't you make your focus on bringing heaven to earth Yeah. here and now? Will something happen one day that's apocalyptic? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, but just in case it doesn't, like it hasn't for the past 2,000 years, <laughs> just in case it doesn't in your lifetime, at least you'll still have done your part to bring heaven to earth instead of sitting around wasting your time waiting for God to do something that maybe you just misunderstood. Mm-hmm what was really being said right and that certainly you directly and deliberately disobeyed jesus's own invitation (laughs) to (laughs) not do that with your life yeah yeah that was a little more direct than (laughs) all right can we move ready to move on yep um something has already begun so back to the Two different ways that you could think about that word, right? Yeah, you could think of it as something's eventually going to happen, or you can think that something has already begun. Right. Um, The alternative way of thinking of this thought is that Jesus is teaching us to pray that the kingdom come soon because he wants us to be doing what we can to bring it about here and now. (laughs) 
Let's uh, not worry about whether that's what the sentence actually said, but I, I think we're... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, heaven can come to the earth here and now. We can bring a... Uh, we When we bring heaven to earth here and now. Let me. I don't think you I read think that I, in a I way that not. made any sense of it. I it's a pretty good sentence. Heaven can come to the earth here and now when we bring heaven to earth here and now. Do you see... Like when you're reading, hmm? can you tell when words are in all caps? Yeah. It just doesn't... You just think it was an accident, though. I it, I definitely read them. <laughs> you did. What, I, how would I, you read it? Say, I do read that it. for you. If, I don't do it for me. If you were to just read it and not read it before, you wrote this. So clearly you heaven, know how you want it to sound. Heaven can come to earth here and now when we bring heaven to earth here and now. That's what I said. <laughs> The second time. The first time it was a little I'm just, choppy. I'm listening for inflections. I'm, oh, my word. And I was also just checking to see. Like, I was wondering if you see capital letters. and maybe oh, you're, were you? Maybe were you're, you really? Maybe you're case blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make them so big next week. The things that I want you to emphasize, <laughs> I'm going to triple the font size. I mean, I did emphasize it the second time. <laughs> the first time I didn't, I admit. All right. Now, this may seem like the opposite of what I just suggested, but to some degree, I do believe Jesus is teaching us to pray that the world as we know it would end. End. Ooh, that's a big word. Mm-hmm. So I, I, wanted, I wanted to shift a little bit and I want to sort of address like there is some apocalyptic language throughout the New Testament. There is a there are some things in there where you're like, well, it seems like it's saying right. this is coming to an end. This present age is coming to an end. Um, there are some historical things that actually happened within uh, a decade mm-hmm. of most of the events of the New Testament happening like that were apocalypse like the world as they know it did end right. the temple did come down come tumbling down they you know many 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 Christians were actually killed like many of the of their community were martyred and killed mm-hmm. like there was a apocalyptic event that yeah. happened um, all throughout the Middle East. Um, and throughout Rome. Mm-hmm. So there was something that actually happened. But then there's also language, there's a way of thinking of this language that is completely applicable to us today. We are talking about the end of the world as we know it mm. in specific ways. That whenever we see the kingdom of God come, that it means some ways end so that new ways begin. It does not necessarily mean, and and not even, I I don't even know where we would arrive at the science fiction solution of like, it means that the whole world comes burning to a crisp so that we can rebuild a better one. Right. Um, That's just not in there. Um, But I do want to kind of address, so if you you can pick up right after the big old word end. Yep. He's teaching us to become the kinds of people who expect our faith and our connection to him to bring an end to suffering and injustice and hunger and corruption and racism and bigotry. When the kingdom of God comes through us, the world ends and a new one begins here and now. Does that make sense, though? Uh, yeah, I think so. Does it start I to give a little bit of language? Uh, this to is definitely deeper than we've gone, I feel like. It's a deep part, though. Yeah. I mean, no, gonna, I think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. I agree with you. I felt um, the same way writing it. I was like, do people, do the people of Risen Church really want to have a theology lesson? Mm-hmm. But how else do you talk about the kingdom of God? Right. Without like... Just talking about the essence of Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's yeah. the other option. Yeah. Like we could say, it means, you know, let's be nice. Let's be nicer. Right. <laughs> um, which is a solution that we arrive at often. It's right. a pretty good... It's a pretty good ethic. Like the ethic of Jesus is very often like, yeah, just be nicer. Right. Stop being so mean to everybody. Stop being so judgmental. Like you'd be more like Christ if you were just nicer to people. (laughs) You treated other humans like they're humans. Um, But there is, this is a theology lesson. Yeah. May your kingdom come soon is a setup to a theology talk. That's for that sentence though is, is really good. Um, He's teaching us to become the kinds of people who expect our faith and our connection to him to bring an end 
to suffering and injustice. Those, I mean, that's the, to, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. The world as we know it will end. Right. Does that mean the whole thing gets burnt to a crisp? No, no, not. Yeah. It means that evil structures and institutions start to become less popular. It means that racism and and bigotry will come through us. Yeah. It means that that. racism, sexism, bigotry Mm -hmm. starts to become a thing of the past starts to become the kinds of things that we look at and we're like, oh, yeah, well, that is the way the world used to be before yeah. it ended. Right. And a new world was born. Yeah, I think this is good. Okay. Um, and this is where I think I'm going to pull the title, the last point here. And it might here. seem, I mean, yeah, I mean, that first part is going to go quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you can the focus time is not the bulk of it. Well, I just mean like so that you can gotcha. like really focus on this part because this is the most important part. I think like it it it's probably going to be new to a lot of people. Yeah. Because if they're anything like us, I mean, right? Most people think that most the Christian people haven't way heard of thinking, anything. The Christian way of thinking is Jesus is coming back to sweep away right now again i'm not teaching that that isn't going to happen i don't know we don't know i don't know right i'm just saying it hasn't happened yet it hasn't happened in 2000 years so 2000 years worth of Mm -hmm. anybody who believed that now mostly they didn't this is about 100 years old thinking this way is about 100 maybe 150 years old um thinking that way about it right but um all that aside if that's going to happen fine Mm mm-hmm there's just no practical instruction. There's no. There's nothing yeah. about that that informs well, you're how right. you're going to live there's your life. There's nothing like. And mostly it's bad. Mostly, is, mostly the result of thinking that way is you act like nothing you do matters. Yeah. Mostly you you like act like well most of these people just aren't they don't matter because they're just going to be part of the scorched earth thing. Right. Right. Yeah. I guess that's true. Mostly the preservation of resources. What were you guessing? You've already said it, but like this prayer is things that's helpful and good and yeah there's why would he put that in there if there's nothing that we could do about that why would we why would we pray that yeah Yeah, and do your thing god like right and god when we have no control over that and we started the prayer before we got into the prayer jesus said god already knows what he's going to do he already knows what you need he knows better than you do so like god jesus has already established this prayer isn't for god you're not right so nothing about this prayer should be begging god Right. To do the thing that God is going to do in God's time. Right. That's a waste it's of your time. You, and God's not you going to listen to you. centering yourself on, on what you can do and how you can be a part of yeah. this and, whole thing. And that's why, yeah, that's why it keeps coming up. Like, you don't have to be a Christian. Right. You don't. But if you are, then there are some things that I think just are objectively Ooh, good, unavoidable. Yeah. Like you need to you need to align with this stuff if you're a Christian. If you believe that other stuff, fine. Right. You can still be my friend. You can still be a part of Risen Church. You can still but you sound more you're more of an apocalyptic Jewish person mm-hmm. in your in your thinking about this stuff than a Christian person because a Christian person is devoted to bringing heaven to earth here and now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right, so the word soon it does feel good to like when you say bringing heaven to earth or the, or the bringing the kingdom like to actually like oh yeah that's what it means yeah yeah all right what does jesus mean by soon and finally if we're going to pray may your kingdom come soon i believe we should have some idea of what we mean by soon and i imagine you can see that i've already addressed what i think he means by soon so did i say those well enough yeah, yeah. Are you sure? I feel like I should maybe go back through and say them again. No, it's all right. Okay. <laughs> Big old soons. Yeah. Um. So you don't you don't really have to read the last paragraph okay. because I'm I'm gonna change it and this is where I think I'm gonna pull the title from. I think what I want to say is, what does Jesus mean by soon? What does the Bible mean by soon? It means the same thing I mean mm-hmm. when I say soon. Megan, what do I mean whenever I say I'd like to leave soon? Oh, whenever, dude. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> That means like maybe now, maybe later. Who cares? <laughs> what? Oh, that was so perfect. <laughs> so exactly, exactly. Yeah. This is why we've made it thirteen years, and we're just getting started. 
And if you can't tell and you don't know either one of us personally very well at all and you're listening to this podcast, hello, welcome, so good to meet you. That was a joke. (laughs) Megan, what do I mean when I say I would like to do something soon? Oh, this is for real. Yeah. Um, Like right now. I mean now. Yeah. I mean the same thing anybody means whenever they oh, say, I, I want something and that. I want... I'm sorry, I messed... That. No, it was perfect. Okay, okay. It was perfect because it sounded... Because you just... Yeah. You you played exactly <laughs> into... The, the sarcastic remark plays exactly uh, into, I think, how we treat this stuff a lot. Yeah, you're right. Where we're like, what does he mean by soon? I don't know. He'll get around to it. <laughs> right. He means we'll get around to it. Right. No. God means the same thing by soon as you mean when you say soon. When you say, I want some coffee and I want it soon. Oh, yeah, that's true. What you really mean. What you really mean is, is I, I want, want it, it now. right now. Yeah. I want it now. Yeah. I'm ready when you're ready. Yeah. That's what God is saying. That's what the word soon means. Good example, means. Drew. Good job. The word soon <laughs> means I want it. I'm ready when you're ready. Right. And that's that's really what I meant whenever I'm like, when you say, like, when do you want to leave? And I say soon. What I'm saying is, now. I'm ready when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, I'm ready when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Which Ooh, I think is a good way. There's title. I'm ready when you're ready? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I was thinking that I would do something like, soon means now, or something like that. Mm, yeah. That's good, too. They're, kind of, they're playing on the same idea, yeah. so yeah. Um, I'm ready when you're ready is, is actually more clearly the actual I like that. point of the sermon of the sermon yeah, yeah it's it's actually saying that like when is all this going to happen it's not it's not what megan just said it's not like i don't know whenever you want to it's like God, jesus is saying you want to pray pray like this god's ready when you're ready oh yeah 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 all right well i'll i'll pull some kind of title I like being out of a all part of that. the sermon titles yeah you're really good at it. You gave me better titles every week than Thank you. I had. Um, you have anything you'd like to say to everybody before we sign uh, off? No. We almost made it to an hour See today. You soon. Holy cow. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Well, in a couple weeks. Now we're going to yeah, pop that's up. That's what in I front mean by soon. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean by soon? Yeah, we got to take soon out of the title cuz there's are, there are people like you out there. Mhm. When they say soon, but it's still a it's still a different thing, you know. Like whenever you say I'll be ready soon, right? That's very different than whenever you say I want brownies soon. That's true. <laughs> Those are two right. different things. Exactly. Oh. That is true. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all I have to say. Me too. Sweet beans. That's what I always think of when you say sweet sweet beans. What's that from? I think it's from me. I say sweet beans. Yeah.